You are listening to the No People Pleasing Zone. If you're ready to unlearn people pleasing patterns and tame your fears so you can stand in your power and claim the unapologetic life you're entitled to, you're in the right place. I'm Easy Martin Chan. Let's get started. There's no denying that the holidays are coming. And if you live in the U.S., they're upon you with Thanksgiving. In today's show, I'm going to teach you a simple practice that can make negative comments a little easier to deal with. So keep those earbuds in and stay tuned. You have now entered the No People Pleasing Zone. Host Elizabeth Martin-Chan is here to pull you out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole into a world where you are priority number one. So keep those earbuds in, close the door, and claim your personal time just for you. Hey there, it's Elizabeth in the No People-Pleasing Zone. And I'm thinking about the holiday season. For many of us living in cultures that revolve around the Christian calendar, late November and December become this period of one holiday event or thing that needs to be done after another. And since this is our space, this is our zone where we explore aspects of being stuck down what I call the people-pleasing rabbit hole, where we challenge the status quo that keeps us stuck and we get curious about different ways of doing things. I wanted to take this week of U.S. Thanksgiving and explore some of the challenges that humans stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole can encounter during the holidays. And I'd also like to introduce you, and I'll do this a little bit later, to a simple and really cool technique that I learned from one of my mind-body instructors, David Weinstock. David Weinstock. David specializes in somatic nonviolent communication, and the technique I'm going to introduce you to can help combat those hurtful comments we sometimes struggle with during holiday gatherings. But let's get clear about some of those holiday challenges. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Increased stress levels, depression, finding yourself becoming passive aggressive in certain situations. Situations that are often related to feeling angry and resentful. Angry and resentful around those things that you've done for other people, but never seem to get noticed or appreciated. Neglecting self-care. I know, it's hard to remember what self-care is. How about over or under eating or excessive alcohol consumption or feelings of being taken advantage of? Neglecting self-care. I know. What's self-care? How about over or under eating or excessive alcohol consumption or feelings of being taken advantage of? For humans stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, it can be really hard to experience authentic connections. And we usually walk away from the holiday season feeling exhausted and unfulfilled. So what do we do about that? What do we do about the challenges we experience? 
Because if it were as simple as avoiding the holiday season, we could just disappear for a while and be done with it. But that isn't what humans stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole desire. In fact, it's just the opposite. We desire connection. We long for it. We desire a sense of belonging. And as long as we're stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, on some level, we seek that belonging through our actions, desperately hoping on some level that we are worthy, that we are enough, that we belong. And we need that messaging of our value to the community to come from external sources. Now, if you start looking around for advice on how to prepare for the holidays as a people pleaser, there's a constant theme, boundaries. Establish boundaries and stick with them. To me, telling somebody to set boundaries is kind of like the marshmallow experiment where children are given a choice between eating a small, a single marshmallow in the present moment or waiting for a period of time and getting two marshmallows. It was a study about delayed gratification, but it seems to me it's also a study about controlling desires with the power of the mind. And controlling with the mind becomes increasingly difficult when we have the emotional component of desire, even desires we aren't aware of. So I'd like to shift perspectives. I've said it before, needing to belong to community is is really written in our DNA. Because for our ancient ancestors, community and belonging meant survival together. And exile from community meant almost certain death in the wild. There's a kind of fear of exile written into our DNA that operates on a subconscious level. And for those of us stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, it's just tuned on higher. It's like needing to eat the marshmallow. Now is written in our DNA. If we put up boundaries, which feels emotionally like delayed satisfaction, even if it's meant to decrease the challenges of the season, if we put up those boundaries, we're delaying community. We're delaying connection that we desire and need now. I do believe we can establish boundaries, but I like to look at it a little bit differently. I think those boundaries come about as a natural result of knowing our own needs, of of being in a place of reclaiming something of ourselves. So rather than talking about boundaries, Let's talk about a holiday strategy of awe. That's A-W-W. It stands for awareness, wants, and whys. I'm going to share something with you. While I'm an American-Canadian citizen, I'm dual. I haven't celebrated U.S. Thanksgiving for decades. That is until 2016 when my mom was diagnosed with stage four non-smokers lung cancer. We didn't know how long my mom had. Back then, one year was sort of a standard life expectancy, but my mom actually did really well on the targeted therapy. 
So in 2016, 2018, and 2019, I celebrated U.S. Thanksgiving at her home, along with my sister and her family. And for a period of time, I sort of reconnected to a pattern of U.S. Thanksgiving celebrations. And at the same time, I knew it was temporary for me. Last year was my mom's last Thanksgiving. Her health was declining quickly, but my mom loved turkey. And Thanksgiving was celebrated at my sister's home. And the next day she entered a residential hospice. I wasn't able to be there because of COVID. I missed my mom's last Thanksgiving and her last Christmas. And as my sister and her extended family on her partner's side prepare this week for a Thanksgiving gathering, I find myself feeling lonely. I'm telling you all of this because this is my awareness, my reality right now in this moment, in this time. It's the first piece of awe, awareness. Awareness is about knowing where you are emotionally. It really isn't about rehashing past pains, although things we carry can influence where we are today. Awareness is about knowing myself right now. It takes turning awareness away from external sources and pointing that awareness internally. Humans stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole are experts at awareness, only we've had our antennas focused externally. To practice awareness, it takes You need to turn those antennas towards yourself. And it takes some practice because we've become so practiced at having those antennas focused externally. But we're exceedingly capable of it. So awareness of self is the first step in the strategy of awe. A-W-W. Awareness is where you are currently in terms of emotions and feelings. And the two W's, wants and whys. Taking time to figure out your wants and whys this holiday can go a long way to figuring out what the holiday needs to look like for you. Remember, setting boundaries can only work if it comes from a place of our own needs and desires. So the first thing to figure out is, what do you want from the holidays? Maybe you want some time for yourself to get a break from some business at work. Or maybe you want to spend some time with specific friends or family members. Maybe you want to travel to a family gathering to be with family, even if you also know there's a possibility of conflict or discomfort. Take time to really look within and inventory what you want. Make a list and don't put any restrictions on it. None at all. Then let the list sink in for a day or two. Really let those desires register as real and legitimate. Remember, you're entitled to have desires. Take ownership of your wants. 
And as you sit with those desires, allowing them to really sink in and have a voice to be real, ask yourself, why? What's the why behind each of those wants? Why are each of those desires important to you? Without judgment. Why do you want to take some time for yourself? Do you need a break from work because it's too stressful? Or has it just become so fast paced recently? Or are you looking to recenter yourself? Do you have things that you need to evaluate to get clear on? Get clear on your why. Why do you want to spend some time with specific friends or family? It has been a rough 20 months or so. Do you just need to reconnect? Or do you highly value these individuals because they bring something into your life? Perhaps an ability to be seen or to feel like you're being seen. Or there's an authenticity to the relationship. Or why do you want to travel for a family gathering? Do you want your family at a distance to meet or spend time with your new partner or kids? Do you want time with them? Are you working on building or rebuilding connections? So make sure you know what your wants and your whys are. That's part of your awe. Awe is the first part of our strategy. It's about coming back to self, reclaiming parts of self. Awareness wants wise. This is taking a step away from doing, from doing all the things, all the things we do when we're stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, and really getting intentionally clear on what's going on internally. Who are you at this moment? Are you giving yourself time to just be? Awe is about being. Now, remember when we talked about the wants and the whys? I suggested that when you made your list of wants, that you do so without restrictions. And I asked that when you make your whys, when you figure out your whys, that you do it without judgment. And that's because you can dream more. You can remove the filter that prevents imagining possibilities. But at some point, it's necessary to really evaluate, to really look at what's realistic. So the next part of the strategy is RP. And this is more an action base. Awe is all about being centered on on who you are, about being. And RP is about taking some action. So RP is realistic and power. If you want to get away for a month, like let's say I want to get away to Hawaii for a month. I prefer going for a month than for just a couple weeks. But both the expense and the responsibility that I have at home Make it unrealistic. But then if I sit back and I'm honest, it really is just about the expense. 
I could probably come up with solutions around the responsibilities. So I'm, I'm teasing out what's realistic around this desire. Or maybe I want to visit family for the holiday. And my why has to do with my kids and connection to that extended family. But I may also be aware that there's a whispering why that's speaking very quietly to me. And it's about a desire to feel celebrated for something I've accomplished. Maybe I want to feel like I'm celebrated for having launched this podcast, for showing up every week and putting this out into the world. But I have to be honest with myself about how realistic that is. Maybe I'm doing work, you know, I'm doing the work on climbing out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole. But it's impossible for me to be responsible for the actions of others. People who've never celebrated me are unlikely to celebrate me now. If something hasn't changed for them, I need to be honest with myself that this is not worth holding on to. I have to be willing to let go of that desire because it's unrealistic. But I'll tell you a secret. The more you practice awe and know your desires, the more you're honoring who you are. And that makes it easier and easier to know what's realistic and to know the whys that are unrealistic that you need to let go of. And the best part of this strategy, of the RP strategy, is the last power. It's about finding your power in holiday situations. Finding where you have power and giving yourself permission to hold that power. That might feel a little scary. So let's come up with an example or two. Let's say one of your challenges during the holiday season that you see over and over every year is you find yourself feeling angry and resentful around making a feast for the whole family and hosting. You clean the whole house and you spend days cooking so that everything is perfect. Okay, perfection's a topic for another show. But you want the house to be acceptably clean for everyone. You make all the dishes you know people look forward to. You take some time with awe. You are aware that it's been two years. And yes, actually, you really do enjoy hosting. You want people in your home. Your why is you enjoy this. You enjoy the togetherness. And you recognize that it isn't realistic to have people thank you for the meal or the effort. You can't put those words in their mouth. But you do have the power to set the menu. You can set the menu according to your own desires. Make the things you want. And, you know, if you're feeling a little guilty about not preparing those mashed potatoes for Uncle Bob, because that's his favorite thing of all times, you can let Uncle Bob know what the menu is and then tell him if he really wants to bring that, those mashed potatoes, He's welcome to do so. 
welcome to bring it along to put on the table and share with everyone else. The other thing you can do is you can choose to close off certain rooms in your house. You don't have to clean every single one. On that off chance that someone might want to walk into the spare bedroom on the third floor, you can even identify the bathroom that's available for guests. You don't have to clean them all. They don't have to wander through the whole house using every bathroom. And instead of sitting resentfully in the kitchen, washing the good china by yourself, you can ask people to help clean up. They don't get dessert until they've helped to clean up. You have power that you can give to yourself because you're worthy. RP, assessing how realistic your wants and your whys are and recognizing your powers. This gives you a plan of action. This is the kind of boundary set setting that I believe works with our desire for community, connection, and belonging. Those desires that are really written into our DNA. You know, one of the things that we don't have power over are the words that come out of another person's mouth. I don't think you need me to tell you. Sometimes they hurt. So I promised you that I'd teach you or introduce you to a method of dealing with with those words. Um, Those words that come out of somebody's mouth, those are, especially if they're part of a pattern that you've experienced all your life, those could be microaggressions. And if you missed last week's discussion around microaggressions, go have a listen. So sometimes we just need a way to let those words not hit us in the chest or the stomach. So in the practice that I promised, we're going to get into our bodies. This is a body practice. Let's recognize that words are energy and that word energy is traveling towards us. If we're sitting or standing with our bodies facing the person who uttered the words, they tend to hit us front on. They might hit us in our chest and make our heart hurt, or they might feel like they they hit us in our stomach and and really make our gut hurt. It can feel like like an attack. But what happens in your body if you let those words fly past you? If someone says something to you that feels like an attack, you can make the choice to physically let those words go over your shoulder. If you have someone to practice with, actually turn your body sideways and watch the words fly past you. You can go on your right or your left, but make a decision about which side of me do I let words fly past. The thing is, it looks pretty funny to do this when you're in a group of people, especially at the dinner table. So find a way to do it that's really subtle, but only after you've practiced these big body movements. Maybe you flick your hair over your shoulder, and that just reminds you that those words are flying past. 
Or maybe you give your head a little twist to the left or to the right to give yourself a physical reminder that you're watching those words fly past you. Whatever way that works for you, be sure to practice big so you really imprint it in your body. And your body knows what you're doing when you do those little subtle movements. You're watching those hurtful words pass by. They're not landing on you. And I think that you'll find it can really be empowering to have a physical way of letting those words you have no control over just pass you by. So in today's episode of the No People Pleasing Zone, we've talked about some of the challenges humans stuck down what I call the people-pleasing rabbit hole might encounter during the holiday season. We've talked about the awe strategy where you're giving yourself permission to claim your wants and your whys. The awe strategy is about awareness of your current emotions and feelings, identifying your wants and exploring your whys. You're taking ownership of your wants and your whys. And then you can employ the RP strategy. That's where you get realistic with yourself and you recognize your power. You identify and give yourself your power in any given holiday situation. And one of those places you can give yourself some power is by putting into practice a simple body movement where you watch those words fly past your shoulder. As always, I'd love to hear how this episode landed with you. You can DM me on Instagram at elizabeth.martin.chan. And I want to let you know that there are some exciting things brewing over this way. I'll be able to announce one of those next week, and I'm super excited about it because it's something you don't see very often. So make sure you listen next week. And to those of you celebrating U.S. Thanksgiving, have a great holiday in whatever way that looks for you. Remember, you are worthy, you are enough, and you are everything the world needs right now. I'll see you next time in the No People-Pleasing Zone. If living outside of the people-pleasing rabbit hole resonates with you, hop on over to reclaimingselfacceptance.com to receive your free copy of Adventures in Reclaiming Your Life, Five Secrets Every People-Pleasing Woman Should Know Now. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast app, and we love five-star reviews, too. Okay, beautiful rebel, that's it for this episode. I hope you found value in today's content because you are deserving of more delicious, unapologetic self-love in your life. If you want to come hang out with me on social, you can find me over on Instagram at easy.martinchan or on Facebook at elizabethmartin-chan. If you haven't done so already, go hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you leave us a five-star review, you'll help others discover our podcast. I'll see you next time.